1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Ange Postacoglu gets off to a winning start in pre-season With odson Edward on the score sheet We want to hear what you think success looks like for your club this season And Laura Shanklin's targeting a return to the Scotland squad After missing out on Euro 2020 I'm Andrew McLean, joining me in the studio tonight is Gordon DL
2: Yeah, good evening Andrew, delighted to be here And obviously, like yourself, watched a bit of the Celtic pre-season game today Over in Wales against Sheffield Wednesday uh, after a disastrous start, and we're not really too bothered about score. It's all about fitness just now. Uh, all credit to Celtic. A lot of young kids in display. Uh, I thought there was a few good appearances. It was nice that you know for a manager to see Edward and obviously Yeti and obviously wa- uh, wearing the skipper armband today. Uh, is that a little confidence booster for him to try and get them going? Because they paid a lot of money for him. They want a return.
1: I mean it might have been a confidence boost or it might have been that at the start of the game there just really wasn't many experienced players on the
2: pitch Well you had Barkas as a goalkeeper it could have been as well you had Welsh that's a centre half that's, that probably played more games than Hayati. Um so he could, he could have made changes I just think it's a bit of man management to be honest with you um, there you go gave him the iron band gave him a bit of responsibility with the younger kids um, Andy's attitude was very good And he got a good goal I've got to say that But forget about whether You know it was Good performances The squad or whatever Just now for all these teams It's the same with Rangers Going to Fair Hill, Playing It's not even called Fair Hill now Is it? What's the party Thistle Stadium called now?
1: Oh, it's the... That's a good question. Yeah, I can't I'm remember glad, I'm glad I'm not beating the <laughs> pundit tonight.
2: Um, but, you know, the Rangers with the squad playing two teams. Today was 3.30-minute uh, period. So I just thought it's a workout for Celtic. They'd have been delighted with the 3-1 win, Delighted with a lot of young players. And I'm sure the Celtic fans would probably be sitting there saying, right, what's our future? Um, because they will be making signings. But if you look at one that stuck out for me was... The wee Jinky Johnston Lad in the right wing With the the, the red hair uh, Owen Moffat 19 years of age Terrific goal He just looks An entertainer
1: Well we want to hear What you think Celtic fans What did you make Of the first glimpse We've seen of Ange Postacoglu's Regime today Of course a 3-1 win Over Sheffield Wednesday Rangers fans What are your pre-season Thoughts At the moment And here's one for fans of all clubs as well Whether it's Celtic, Rangers, Motherwell Aberdeen, St Mirren, Hibs Hearts Whoever you support What does success look like for your club this season? Is it a run in Europe? Is it winning the league title? Is it a cup run? Is it top six? Let us know 0141 951 1025 Get in touch Or you can send us a tweet At Clyde SSB We'll start with that Celtic friendly We touched on it a bit there Albion Ayeti Owen Moffat Odson Edward Getting the goals for Celtic It was a sort of strange game Because it was mm-hmm. three 30 minute periods Rather than uh, two 45s And Celtic started with What you would say Was a very inexperienced squad There was only really Barkas And Ayeti and Welsh you'd say Were the three mm-hmm. that that started the game A lot of youth players in there Um, Sheffield Wednesday started with a very strong team Josh Windass scored the opening goal Barry Bannon uh, Callum Patterson were playing as well Celtic brought on some more experienced players towards the end but still a lot of youth players Sheffield Wednesday's side um, then had a a few youth players towards the end Um, probably not too much we can take from it because there was so much change throughout the game and a lot of it was youth players You never
2: can, it wasn't even it was a training ground as well it wasn't, you know I think at times there was a lot of people watching the the cricket over the wall I think there was an LBW there as well When I watched it But I just thought that um, It was about fitness It was about reaction of what The, you know, the new manager Which put into his training How they were going to play I thought Sheffield Wednesday Had just come out the traps Took that young Celtic team by surprise Got the opening goal And it had to be one Um But they they grew into the game And as I say There was a, a lot of good uh, performances there But the manager was just looking at Fitness But the one thing I've got to say And I've been a manager involved in this in pre-season And you start again You bring new players in Your youth players are a year older Some of them have been out on loan So for a new manager coming in He just says look Go and show me what you can do And I think it's an opportunity A lot of the lads we will not see next season Of that there's no doubt We will not see them But it gives the opportunity for one or two of them just to put a little thought into the new manager's head.
1: 01419511025 if you want to get involved. Uh, Let's go to the phones. John is a Celtic fan and Blantyre up first. John, first and foremost, lastly the question we're asking fans tonight, what does success look like for Celtic this season?
0: Obviously, the best thing for Celtic would do be uh, win the week again. Um, Disappointing season last season, but we just have to carry on, pick our heads up, go forward and hopefully the new manager Uh, With the new ideas and thoughts that he's got, hopefully he can bring something fresh, something to look forward to and win the league.
1: I mean, as as simple as that, Gordon, for Celtic, it's a case of having to win the league title for it to be a successful season. Is there any world where Celtic don't win the league title and can still have a successful season?
2: Look, Celtic supporters, like Ranger supporters, every year they start a season, Andrew, they, they, they think they should win the league because they're the two biggest teams in the country. So it's between Rangers and Celtic. Things are a little bit unfair this season. It'd be a great bonus for Celtic and their supporters if the new manager comes in and does win the league. I just think it's too big a job. I look at those two teams today, and as I say, I'm taking nothing out of the fact that that's going to be the start in the living when it, you know, it comes round to the first game of the season, because that will not happen. When they go to T- uh, Tyne Castle, first game at 8 o'clock on that Saturday... There'll be a lot of players, obviously, that we've seen today will not be even in the squad. But I just think it's such a rebuilding job that this manager deserves a couple of transfer windows for me. He deserves a bit of time. As I say, I'm not standing here saying that he can't win the league, but I think with the way Rangers are, the way they're prepared, the squads, the squad that they've got, the new signings that they've brought in, they're in a good place. I think it'll be a difficult job.
1: Same question to you John Is it a case of Celtic Have to win the league For it to be a successful season Is there no, any way
2: That a cut success
0: no, And a run I, in Europe Could do it No I don't think It's, it's a have to Obviously We've seen been as true The man needs time And he has to try And build his own squad But um, I don't believe that If you look at Today's game Okay it's the first game Pre-season 3-1 against Sheffield Wednesday The um, other night, um, Rangers Won 1-0 against Partick Thistle So the comparison Alone for that Is Partick Thistle are Scottish Championship side Now um, or is, is it Championship or is it? Yeah
1: yeah uh, Promoted you know, to the Championship yeah, last yeah, season
0: yeah. Um, So Struggled 80 second minute uh, A penalty um, Obviously I've never seen highlights Or anything of the such But Celtic today I watched the game um, Luckily enough but um, for the squad that Celtic had out, um, it, was, it was interesting just to see for the, the young guys that were playing, um, the, the, the first 15 minutes it was a bit wobbly, but once they kind of calmed themselves down, they got control of the ball, I thought, well, impressive enough to see what the future holds. Um, and as you spoke of um,
1: the young
2: man, I think it was Jim K. Johnson you compared him yeah, to. Yeah, Moffat, young Moffat in the right wing. Was Yep, yep. Was um, that just
1: his hair, Gordon, or was that was that the whole package?
2: I, I I also think he looked a little bit like Chris Burke when Chris Burke was a young kid, and uh, Chris Burke done okay at the game. I, I just like I I'm not buy, I'm not buying really any with John saying about comparing Rangers' party thizzle Celtic. I today. mean, it's tough, isn't it? Because it's nothing to the do the
1: rotation of players and John exactly. saying Rangers struggled, which they, they did dominate the game, but there's so many it, changes it, it in, in their game and Celtic's game that it's pretty it, tough, isn't it?
2: Doesn't matter. Not. You look at the I think Sheffield Wednesday brought in um, a brand new team this, for 45 minutes. Why? I don't know. Because I'm led to believe they asked for the 3.30 uh, minute intervals and they brought a brand new team on after 45. This is not about score lines. This is not about scoring points with Rangers and Celtic just now because it's false, Andrew. This is about managers preparing their squads. And I mean squads, we're giving them game time. And they'll build it up, for instance, Rangers go to party. And then as you see it gradually, without being disrespectful, the opposition gets harder and it'll be better. Then they start gradually looking at their first team players or start looking at getting a settled side, a settled system, a settled way to play. Just now, it's still called pre-season and it's really training. And it's training games they're doing. So I'm not taking anything away from... I thought the young kids at Celtic done particularly well today. Rangers filled a lot of young kids in Monday as well against Thistle. So, and and Aberdeen will be doing it. Hibs will be doing it. Moore will be doing it. And I he keeps saying, at the start of each season, what's so important to these young players, and this is why I singled out the boy Moffat today, is somebody can just catch the eye. And I think that boy today was absolutely terrific. Um. I never I never actually
0: said that Rangers struggled, I was just saying, you were compa- uh, comparing the fact that um, Rangers looked more, uh, uh, they are looking more, uh, they're looking fitter
2: and they've got No I didn't, no. John John, stop, I never used the word fitter, what I said about the uh, Rangers look like, if you look at Rangers two squads, like Celtic's two squads today, right, what I would honestly, in my humble opinion if Celtic had the two squads that played against Sheffield Wednesday today, they'd have absolutely no chance of winning the league. Absolutely I mean, Celtic, no chance.
1: Celtic, Celtic did have the ones I've got listed, Julian, Ayer, Taylor, Beaton, Griffiths, Turnbull, Christie, Rogic, Cham, Golly, McGregor and Forrest all missing. I mean, that's effectively a starting eleven in itself. It would be a pretty mm-hmm. attacking starting eleven. but they did also have a lot of players missing from those two squads that some of them their future's up in the air we know that but there's still Mm -hmm. a lot of players to come in especially the guys that that are away in Scotland That's
2: why I said earlier Andrew that uh, we're not kidding ourselves on by the time it comes round that Rangers play their first game and obviously Celtic play their first game at Tynecastle a lot of these boys you won't see they won't even be on the bench because of course Celtic have gone to bring in new players Rangers have brought in new players Rangers have got their squad assembled just now they don't really need to do anything in the transfer market They've got really a good, strong squad. And I am sure that Celtic will try and do the same by, by bringing in players. It will just be the question of who will probably leave Celtic part. But all I'm saying is, I think that the plus side today for the manager was, I thought there was a lot of good young players out there for the future of Celtic. John, can, can
1: you just Yeah, Sorry.
0: The reason I was actually phoning... You know how the Celtic and Rangers have got the Colts going into the lower leagues, right? Does that mean that either team will be able to use those Colt teams to play, say, a a player who's been out with injury for four or five months will be able to introduce him into that Colt side then to progress his kind of a fitness to get up to match fitness so that he can then join the first team
1: we again. No, I don't. I, it's not really been treated like the old sort of reserve, yeah, reserve league was yeah. when you could bring in sort of overage players. It's a case of I think it's 16 to 20 year olds are eligible uh, for the Colt team, so it is specifically used what, Gordon, what, what, for bringing I, through these players.
2: Yeah, I, when what you'll find is, say, for instance, it was Rangers and it was say Kent, for instance, just pick out Kent, Celtic, and it's McGregor. They ain't going to send out these guys to play... In a
1: lowland league. The
2: low, yeah, there's absolutely... What they do, would they bring someone in opposition, play behind a closed door, give them an hour, get them back to a wee bit of sharpness, put them back into the first team quickly. They will not send them to that sort of...
1: Like, uh, to K-Park, just for a kick well, about okay,
2: Well, it. listen, there's nothing up with K-Park. Fantastic set up and a fantastic club, he's right, but... I don't think you will see the likes of these guys turning up there to get their fitness back. They, Celtic and Rangers, you know, there's plenty of teams that will go to their training grounds and delightfully want to play against that sort of a team and show their players their training grounds. I've, I've done it when I was at Air. I took a team uh, to play Celtic. Uh, I took a team to play Rangers. And the experience the younger players got was fantastic just seeing exactly what these guys do every day and the surroundings again. So, no, I don't think they'll use that. I don't think they can anyway, but I don't think they'll use that.
1: Well, thank you to John. oh one four one nine five one one zero two five if you want to get involved. Stephen is a Motherwell fan up next. Stephen, first and foremost, what does success look like to Motherwell this season?
3: Well, obviously, I think they had a difficult first half of the season last year but since Alexander came in uh, there was a bit of turning form we got a good run in the cup so I think if we get the recruitment night this year which we seem to have been doing we sign in like Liam Kelly and Kevin Van Veen then there's no reason why we can't be pushing for top 6
1: I mean we've seen what Mother are Capable of at times, Stephen Robinson got them to two cup finals. Gordon, it's going to be a you know a full season in charge for Graham Alexander. He's making his moves in the transfer market. Is it a case of you know aiming for top six? See how far you can get in cup competitions. Is I, it potentially looking at trying to battle for those I, European spots?
2: I think I think um, there's not many teams now will not be aiming for top six. You can take for instance, okay, Celtic Rangers will cement one in two positions. So you've got four left over You look at Habits Good season last year They're a strong side Aberdeen have sort of Brought in some Good experienced players But then you looked At the rest of them Livingston for instance Been in there St Johnston What a run they had Done done the cup double Um, Motherwell Of course it will be Of course it will be And especially I thought the the Signing Liam Kelly again Was absolutely terrific They've obviously Pushed the boat out They've showed a bit of ambition um, and they've went out and got a real top-class goalkeeper. I'll be interested to see how the other signings set, um, settle in. But I'm sure all teams, look at St. men for instance. You know, they had a good season last year. They're looking to push on as well. Uh, Dundee United have got a new manager in. They're trying to change things around a little bit. Um, so I think a lot of teams are about there with the, the ambition that... We can get into the top six But it's got to be hard It's got to be very very tight indeed
1: Stephen do you think The signing of Liam Kelly Is a real statement of intent Managing to get him in On a permanent basis
3: Absolutely For me The future's on Number one I think If you look at the age Of our goalkeepers um they're all getting on a wee bit, so I think that he's probably the next one coming through. He's going to, he's going to claim that jersey sooner eh, rather than later for me. I do think we still need a number of positions, though. I think we need a, another pre signings. I'd like to see sign a centre-half to replace place Dettling Gallagher. Eh, I think we need a creative midfielder, because obviously Liam Polworth decided to go to Kilmarnock. I think he was a wee bit out of favour. And I think with the strikers that we've signed We need to get service to them as well So I would like to see us sign another winger And then I think we'll be fine
1: I mean Stephen Robinson used to talk about When he was Motherwell boss mm. About the rebuilding job they'd have to do Every summer Graham Alexander's kind of taking that on now But you look at guys like Declan Gallagher Who's left Alan Campbell, Campbell Tough guys to replace
2: your best players basically um, But that's your job When you get into a club like Motherwell You know that's going to happen to you uh, you get these players. Uh, you look at Declan Gallagher. His road to success to Aberdeen has been and to Scotland has been incredible. Played in lower divisions with Livingston, worked his way up, got his move to Motherwell, played with Scotland. Now he's at Aberdeen. Campbell's the same. Um, really sad to see him go. He was a terrific servant for Motherwell, but obviously you know he wants to go down, try it down south, and quite rightly so. It's a short career, but you know every manager out with. Have you even look at Celtic just now? The Celtic man has got a rebuilding job. We've never heard of that before. The amount of players that he'll have to probably deal with that want to leave the club and the ones that he's trying to get in the door. But it's Graham Alexander's used to that sort of thing. Um, and the one thing you like about the fact that he's now at Motherwell is his contacts down south as well. There's been a lot of players that's been plucked from the lower divisions that came to Scotland and played very well, Andrew, and... and For mother's sake, we're just hoping that's the case.
1: Stephen, Kevin Van Veen was the other name that you brought up. Is he someone you're excited about?
3: I mean, I know I've got cerebral palsy and a YouTube video could make me look like the same boat, but um, (laughs) it's the, it's the, the kind of goals that he's scoring for me, if we can keep him fit. You don't sign someone at 30 years of age if you don't know what they're capable of and he's worked with Graham Alexander that's come through before so he obviously knows what he can do. I think back to the signing of Michael Higdon, he was getting on a bit when we signed him present man, so hopefully that can be a similar sort of signing for us because we do need goals um, from our forward. It was something that we were lacking a wee bit last season. But again, we need the service and I think we need a couple of positions.
1: Brilliant. Thank you, Stephen. Make sure to call us again sometime soon. 01419511025 is the number you need. Give us a call. Let us know what you think success looks like to your club next season. And you could be up next.
0: You are
1: the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Dale here with me Andrew McLean in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard 01419511025 if you want to get involved we want to hear from you we want to hear what you think success sounds like to your club this season is it a cup run is it winning the league is it a European run is it Top 6 We want to hear from you 01419511025 Or send us a tweet At Clyde SSB And I, I'm still laughing Every single day You come into the office Gordon Dale There's always something else That's happening yeah, well There's always something now. And you're notorious For singing songs And getting the lyrics wrong And today was One of my favourites ever You were singing The song that is literally called <laughs> Is this the way to Amarillo And what were you singing? I don't know what Is this it? the way to San Francisco <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, goodness sake. Uh, why why do we let you on the
2: radio? Not, why do we I'm let not, on I'm not ra- good with the songs I've got to say.
1: Right, let's get back to the football. Let's get back to the phones as well. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. William is a Rangers fan up next. William, what does success look like to Rangers next season?
4: Hello Andrew Gordon yeah Success success with Rangers is always in the league and get into the Champions League call uh, group stages. Uh Apparently, if we don't make that, we're guaranteed. I'm, I'm assured that like, European football we drop it into the Europa League. We don't make that, we're into the we get European football into that new European competition. So that's, that's success for us. Can I respond to that, Celtic fan, once, once you come back
1: in? Yeah, yeah, no worries. We'll, we'll take that point first and foremost. Um, you know, Williams saying. Winning the league again, which you'd think is, is a given for any Rangers fan. They'll, they'll be desperate to, to retain that league title. But it's the Champions League a big one? Because it's been so long since Rangers have made it to the group stages of the Champions League. There's an opportunity this time round. If Rangers can get it right in the qualifiers, it's obviously not going to be easy. But, you know, everything that comes with it, it's the, the big trips against the big teams. It's the money, you know, the financial no, it's element.
2: A, it's a bit of both, Andrew, because I think first and foremost it's all about winning the league. Um, you know, the Rangers of you know, the enjoyment they had this year, uh, they want to keep that up, you've heard the, the Rangers manager come out and talking about how important the league is to him, but of course you want the added uh, bonus to that, you want to be playing the big teams, you want to be up there and um, putting yourself against the top teams in Europe and the Champions League gives you that avenue so I'm sure Rangers will be aiming for that, but um, I think the most important thing for these guys is to go and retain their title again. And it'll be interesting to see how the, the league develops. Even just watching some of the the pre season friendlies now, you're starting to get a little bit of can't wait for this to come round again, I can't wait for the excitement to happen, the, the opening games and, you know, where the league has got to be won and lost and all the talking points next season. I think I think we're in for an absolute brilliant season. I really do. Um be interesting to see can Aberdeen make a challenge to Hibs because I can't see them make a challenge to Celtic or Rangers uh, can Celtic go and win back their title can Rangers retain it who will finish in the top six I just think we're in for a great season
1: Despite the success in the league from Rangers last season Stephen Gerrard touched on it at the end of the campaign saying you know what we've still got a long way to go and he highlighted the domestic cups as somewhere that you know he knows they've fallen short in the past is that a big one this season getting that first domestic you know, trophy in terms of the Scottish Cup or, or the League Cup?
2: I know it won't bother uh, MD, anyone concerned with Rangers, but you, they always get the tag thrown at them. Look, this is a manager that's won one trophy. Um, of course, when you're at Rangers and you're at Celtic, um, you are expected to win every game and you're expected to win every trophy. It's just the way that is. It's just uh, you know the size of the club, the demands that the club's put on you. And that's been since the day when I was 16 I walked through the doors at Rangers Just after leaving school The first thing you're taught is You've got to win things You've got to be successful um, So I think it's still the same And I think that Stephen Gerrard well, will have looked last season And we're not taking away anything from St. Johnson Because they were absolutely brilliant I thought Rangers had a great opportunity To at least win one of the Cups But the most important thing for them Was the league they achieved that And I'm sure they want to build on that manager Once you get that first taste of success Of course you want more um, You look at what happened When Brendan Rodgers came here He just won trophy after trophy after trophy Because he loved uh, the feeling of success He loved the feeling of winning Rangers are no different and But Celtic are out there to stop them So that's why I think we're in for a terrific year Do you want to come back in, William? Yeah, it's a response To that
4: Celtic fan They're already compare the Pre season results. Come on. As Gordon says, it's about fitness. Once once the league starts, right, when the, the two squads and everybody else's squads are up and running, you get a hard nice Easter Road, Patodre, Tynecastle, Paradise, whatever, playing each other. Celtic's Tell Celtic, Celtic got to realise, right, they're in the second place right now. They're chasing us. They've got the weaker squad, the weaker team. We've got the better management, better manager. They're, they're chasing they what you realise once the two teams play each other, and God right, once there'll be many players in these pre-season, pre-season friendlies are going to be in these big matches, right? Once it comes round about, then we'll find out who's the best.
1: I suppose that's an interesting element to this mm-hmm. season, Gordon, that both teams, Celtic and Rangers, are now going in w- with a status that they've not been used to in the last few years. Rangers are going in as absolute favourites for the mm-hmm. league title, you'd think at the moment, and Celtic are going in as the underdogs, wanting to win the title. I suppose it's how these... Two sides then adjust to that change of tag, really.
2: Yeah, it's a tag that Celtic's not had for a long while because they've been so successful, and it's a tag Rangers want, and obviously they want the success of last season. They they seen what it meant to their support, um, so and I'm sure that obviously Celtic as a club looked to what happened to their support, how they felt losing, you know, potentially ten in a row, losing the league to Rangers. That's what makes uh, the, the the Scottish League so good, Andrew, so exciting because these two massive clubs, they go head-to-head every season. And it's very hard to predict to now because you look at the squad, that's probably settled. I would say there's, if, what, the best, something, maybe one goes out and one comes in. Maybe. It might not happen. The big interesting thing for me, and I look at it, and that's why I watched it with interest today, is what like is the Celtic squad going to be when it comes round their first game against Hearts at Tynecastle? William.
4: Yeah, yeah. Gordon's got a fair point. Uh, Rangers, Rangers squad. You go, look at look at Celtic. Right, they're they not even they will not even got a team yet. They'll, they'll get five six players maybe. they are going to bring on other players how long does it, God know he's been a manager right it takes it takes time to gel a team they maybe need three transfer windows four transfer windows Rangers have got a settled squad every one of their players are absolutely under Gerard Aribo, Kamara Marellis and Haji Davis McGregor Barrises the squad is unbelievably strong it's going to be very very difficult in my opinion for Celtic to overtake it
2: See, this is, I think you make a good point here because I think I said earlier that Celtic fans will need to be patient. Yeah, they're hoping that they can come in and and, and win the league. I'm not saying they can't. But you're saying there it takes three, four transfer windows. I agree with that because if you look at when Stephen Gerrard came in, it took Stephen Gerrard a few transfer windows and the Rangers fans stuck by him, backed him to the hill, so did the board, and they got their just rewards. That's why I'm saying... I'm hoping that everybody that's involved with Celtic gives this manager the support and gives him, you know, the backing to at least whether he gets off to a great start or not the start the Celtic fans are wanting. But he's got to have transfer windows. He's got to build his own team. Look at what Rangers have done across the city. They gave Stephen Gerrard the, the transfer windows, they gave him the backing. Now the Rangers fans, while well, he was on there and he's mentioning quality player after quality player after quality player that's what the Celtic supporters want to do as well, but it takes time.
1: Oh, one four one nine five one one zero two five. thank you to William. you will stay on the phones, Kenny is a Hearts fan up next, Kenny, same question to you, what does success look like for your club this season?
5: Uh, just being back, actually, is one of the big successes, uh, but I, I think even Gordon and Andrew, I think, I think, uh, I would have to say, I could run in the cup again, you know, but we're very unlucky uh, with the rearranged Scottish Cup, whatever year that was played in. Uh but, uh, no, I think if, you know, the, it's, it's Gordon and even William referred to it, Rangers are, you know, they're out and out favourites, uh, I think Aberdeen will be quite strong with the, the, the additions they've made with the jet, Gordon, and... Uh, yeah. And with Scott Brown there driving them on, and, and and the other teams, you know, your team uh, Motherwell, yeah, you know, they, they, they've lost a few and they're bringing in a few, so a wee bit settling in there. Uh, whereas Hearts have had a wee chance to sort of consolidate players uh, for the the last season, up and down and trial and error, but we go back and hopefully we can have a good season.
2: I, I think I think the most important thing for you, Kenny, and the the rest of the Hearts fans is, and one, let me say it's. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great to have a club the size of Hearts back, especially the stadium and as players have gone by, used to go there. And even now, when you go and cover it for Super Scoreboard and it's full, it's a great atmosphere. Uh, so we're delighted that, you know, a team like Hearts the size of Hearts and obviously the money they've put into the club as well and getting back up. I'm, I'm delighted because I think we should always have the best inner league because I think it makes it a lot better league, you know, being competitive. So um I'll be interested to see hearts this season. Um I think that the first year for Robbie Nielsen is just settling into the league again, making sure nothing happens because they were in a terrible run, i.e. why they get relegated. They have to be in a comfort zone of that, getting out of that bottom bottom four as I would call it. And then if you're out there and you're comfortable and you're playing attractive football, cup runs are they're there for anyone? Who would have who'd have thought that St Johnston would be, you know, won the two cups last season? So it shows you any team can do it. But I think the most important thing for Kenny and Hearts and everyone concerned at Tynecastle one, great to be back. Make sure you stay there. Kenny,
1: we were talking earlier about how competitive it's going to be to try and get in that top six next season. Do you think that is a realistic goal for Robbie Nielsen and Hearts, or is it more a case of just making sure you stay in the league first and foremost? Or do you need to show a bit more ambition than that?
5: I uh, uh, definitely, Andrew. We've got to show a lot more ambition. Uh, we can't just settle for. All oh, right, you know, it was a disastrous season when we, we were awarded, uh, and and there was just something horrible about Tynecastle for. For God knows what reason, you know, the Levine carry on and what was going on and the stand being late, even we go back to that, Gordon, you know, the stand. and uh, It just seemed to go bad there, you know, turning turning the stadium into a a better atmosphere. Uh, But no, listen, as a jambo, we're not going to wake up and say we're going to win the league. But you just want to see a good team go out there and and perform and, and send you home with a smile on your face, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that uh, hopefully once everybody gets back um, into stadiums, Kenny, um, I'll tell you, I've, I've never spoken to a player uh, that doesn't like going to Tynecastle when it's a full house because it's a great place to play. I've really got to say that and that's why I'm saying it. I'm delighted that Hearts are back in the big time. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they go this season. I can't see them... Being up there challenging the likes of the, the Hibs and the Aberdeens. I think that's going to take another season for them. Um, but I'm delighted they're there.
1: Well, thank you to Kenny. 01419511025. Give us a call. Let us know what success looks like to your club next season. And we could be talking to you next.
0: 01419511025.
1: This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL here with me Andrew McLean in the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard 0141-951-1025 on the phones or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB Scott Caldwell is on Twitter he says for Rangers it's only about winning the league again a cup would be nice and the Champions League groups is essential in terms of the money and TCCFC is on Twitter as well he says that Celtic squad as it stands is more than good enough to win the league bad seasons happen new management team and different attitude can make it much better most Celtic players last season were we're at least thirty percent under par. That can be fixed. We're also watching the TV. Was there a game on tonight, Gordon? D? I haven't seen anything about uh, it really.
2: Yeah, big game, big game. England play Denmark uh, at Wembley tonight. Andrew, you knew that. Don't start that. Oh, I, was was ter- I was talking about Hearts,
1: I was talking about Bonnie Rig Rose, to be honest.
2: Are they playing tonight? Are they? Aye, aye,
1: aye. That'll be that'll be a better one. I'd switch that on. To be uh, honest.
2: No, no, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I thought the semi final last night was outstanding. I'm gutted. For brilliant, Spain. wasn't it? Brilliant. I'm gutted for Spain. I thought they were brilliant last night. I really did, but. I thought Spain could have outpassed any of these two teams whether it's England or Denmark and make the final tonight but I'm looking forward to that game.
1: What about Chiellini before the penalties? Have you ever seen someone so relaxed going into a penalty shootout <sighs> in a semi-final that big? Just jumping about, hugging Jordi Alba. That's yeah. composure for you, isn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah, probably excitement. Just hiding the nerves, Andrew. Um, but um, I just thought for a football game, for a neutral I just thought it was brilliant. I, I was delighted they went to extra time just to get more... It'll be interesting to see how this game pans out tonight England-Denmark I know there'll be a lot of people uh, Supporting the, the Danes um, But it'll be interesting to see how that goes
1: That Jorginho penalty as well was uh, What cool, a way to win it. Cool,
2: cool as you like Absolutely cool as you like
1: Right, back to Scottish football Oh, one four one nine five one one zero two five. 951 1025 Barry is a Celtic fan up next Barry, simple question to you What does success look like to Celtic this season? Uh, well,
6: hopefully winning the league But I think you know, we have to be competitive. Um I think everybody agrees Celtic weren't competitive enough last year. Uh, so if if we are competitive I think we've got every chance of, you know, challenging for the league. But if if not then uh, I think I think it could be the same again as last year. Um that's really what I think success. I'm just I'm I'm really I'm just desperate for a, a good Celtic team and looking forward to good football.
1: I mean, how much work do you think needs done, Barry, for that Celtic side to be competitive this season?
6: Um, I'm I'm thinking there's a lot. Um, if if the players that I think will leave go, then there's there's a lot to be done. Um, I, I, I think I, the only recognised right back at Celtic right I now mean, who can play right back is Anthony Ralston. Um, I think that has to be addressed. If you if you've got aspirations aspirations of going into Champions League, you have to have you have to have a good uh, back four um, I don't think we've got that we've still not announced a club captain yet I'm not really convinced we've got a spine to the team yet so I'm not I'm not by any by own stretch of imagination I'm not leaving the, the supposed to call closed, uh, desk I think um, Dominic Mackay was saying that he wanted to modernise the way Celtic do everything I think the first thing that we have to do is the length of time it takes Celtic to get transfers over the line I think it, for 50,000 fans, again, kind eh, of back the Celtic, uh, you know, be season tickets, I think they deserve a wee bit more than, you know, two guys that have just been signed on free transfers.
2: I've got to say, Barry, I couldn't disagree with you, um, agree with you more, sorry, I've got to say disagree, I agree with you. Everything you said there I thought was spot on and it's refreshing, refreshing for a Celtic fan to come on and realise where Celtic are at the moment. Because you do look... You're talking about... And I'm not just picking Ralston out, for instance. Totally agree. You've got Julian uh, when he comes back for injury. Julian's a a decent enough player. But you need cover in there. I think you need goalkeeper. Um, We don't know who's going to go from Celtic. Who's going to leave. Uh, I'm sure there'll be players coming into Celtic. We don't know what sort of quality it is. I'm sure every Celtic fan's hoping it's going to be a lot better... Than the recent signings of last season, um, and then we'll see where Celtic are. If you if, if you if you ask me right now, who's who do I think is going to win the league? I think Rangers will win it at a canter. Looking at Rangers and Celtic, but it may be different come the first game in August because we don't know what Celtic team's going to line up, who's going to come in, who's leaving, what their personnel's going to be, what their their new structure under their manager, how he's going to get them to play football. So I think it's a waiting game if you're a Celtic fan. I think um, I think if you look over the city, I think Rangers are ready to go. They're in a good place. I don't think Celtic are. And if I was like Barry, I, where I do agree with him wholeheartedly here is, once again, the Celtic fans were two weeks away before they got into a competitive game. And they're not in a great place. Squad-wise, Andrew... Um, and that's a worrying thing because I think Celtic fans deserve a little bit more than that I know that it's taking time for the new manager to come in I'm not laying the blame at his door because I really hope this manager gets gets a bit of time because that's a massive job he's got in his hands just now
1: Barry, when Ange Postacoglu was appointed did you think when we got to this point less than two weeks away from Celtic's first qualifier that there would be quite a few more bodies in the door than there have been?
6: Uh, I, I would have I liked to have thought so But I can honestly say I wasn't surprised at all um, I think the way we do business Is absolutely shambolic I think a lot of Celtic fans Would probably jump down my neck for saying that But I think deep down they know it is Because they don't want to see a bad word said about the club But I, I, I'll say this Pardon See this Celtic board This Celtic board have not changed in any way shape or form To me since last season There has been no kind of Retribution and, and and trying to and, and, and making the squad better quickly, and, and and identifying. We've lost Scott Brown, massive massive player for us for the past ten seasons. We've lost a massive club captain. We've not filled that void at all. And seeing me, that is the most worrying thing. We still don't have a club captain. We still don't have a leader in that dressing room. And I'm going to. All I hear all the time is when they try to sign players. These things take time. I'm sorry. I looked at Rangers signing the boy. was it Lindstrom from Sheffield United? I didn't even know that. I, I, I speak to Rangers fans. I didn't even know we're after him, and they got the they, they got it over the line. I've been hearing things about a Croatian boy we've been chasing for weeks now. Uh, you know, I, 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 to me, if I'm spending six, seven hundred pound, I'm looking for a wee bit more clarity from the club in terms of what their plans are. I get that Eddie Howe let is down and. For reasons I don't know if I think there's, there's more to it Than what we were told But I just think we deserve A wee bit more
2: Yeah You're not getting an argument From me I think you're spotting me I really do um, I think A lot of Celtic fans Will agree with you Yes there's a lot of Celtic fans Out there would not have A bad word said About the club But you're not really Saying a bad word about them you're, you're, you're telling facts That's what In my opinion That's what happened To Celtic last year I thought Rangers were prepared For a first Kick of the ball. They were ready to go. Squad-wise, everything was put in place. Celtic were chasing their tails. All through the season, they chased their tails. I'm sure that there's guys that signed with Celtic was probably second, third on the list. And what happened was Rangers ran away with the league. You look at Rangers again this season, business done, ready to go. Celtic were looking at two weeks before a massive game the new manager's hardly in the door. He's got hardly had a chance to assess his playing squad. Or I, I watch him on the bench today, and I'm not having a go at anybody. He's sitting there with the old backroom staff as well. You know, um, he's sitting with two squads fully young players. It's not an ideal preparation to get into a new season for Celtic, and that's why I think Barry's spot on. I think that as a fan of the club and paying your money that these guys pay. And showing the loyal support That Celtic show Then I think they deserve A little bit more Do you want to come back in Barry? No,
6: no I thought I'd thought agree um, It's so it's so disheartening When you say What do you think of success? I mean I don't See to be honest I don't see it I can't see Just now I can't see any sort of success Mitchell made the Champions I think Mitchell made the Champions League Last season So this is going to be a good side And just now Two weeks before A Champions League game Honestly guys I think we've been I think we've Really unprepared And I, I Honestly I take my heart off To every Celtic fan That's renewed that ticket But I, I really It, it just it Kind of We're just my are money At our club Because we love them But I, at the same time we're, we're let down Because the board Just really don't have What it takes To look after us But also
2: club, like, Just a quick barry before I go And I know that Celtic are coming in For a bit of criticism But I know what you're saying about you take your hat off But you've got to take your hat off to Celtic For the the years You know they've given you all the trophies And the success And you know what they've given back To to the supporters They're going through a bad time just now And it's like every other club Celtic need their supporters More than anything now And that's what makes them such a big club It was the same with Rangers and look what happened to them No no I I totally get
6: what you're saying Um uh, I mean, they, they did give us fully, but I won't. I'll, I'll put that to Brendan. I'll put that at Brendan Rodgers' desk. Um, I won't put that at the Celtic board's desk. Um, Brendan Rodgers done a lot for the club. Um, I think Neil kinda read the wave of what Brendan Rodgers left in terms of a squad, and I think he's just thinking that wave just ran out of momentum.
1: Gordon, can you give Ange Postacoglu and Dominic McKay any leeway just based on the fact that you know they are new? Mm-hmm. They've only been in the job a few weeks. It's Is it tough in that environment to, to bring in players and get the squad you want?
2: 100%. 100%. Um, because deals, it takes time to get the deals done as well. Um, the new manager coming in, new chief exec coming in. They've got to work hand in hand, Andrew. That's why I'm saying, I don't know what's going to happen with Celtic this year. No idea. But I really do hope that the Celtic fans get behind their manager because he deserves time to build his own team and then judge him from there.
1: Well thank you to Barry quick one Paul we can see the the England team going across the at the bottom just so we can have a laugh at you tomorrow what do you think the score is going to be?
2: I think England will win this 3-0. Three nil. That's a big prediction. Three 0 Denmark have been uh, uh, good. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be England and Italy final. Andrew and I think we're in for a cracker.
1: But we'll wait on see on that one tomorrow. But thank you to Barry and thank you for all your calls tonight. I'll be back tomorrow night, of course. Thank you to Gordon D L. We're of course building up to the League Cup group stages this weekend, just a few days away from our first competitive action in Scotland of the domestic season. A couple of games on Friday night: Kelty Hearts playing Dundee United, Edinburgh City playing Hamilton. Lots. To talk about, so make sure to join us over the next few days. And make sure to stick around tonight because Callum Gallagher's up next.